This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News Headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. U.S. drops Cuban flight restrictions, thousands of Jamaicans to be recruited by cruise lines. Caribbean Development Bank preparing small and medium-sized enterprises for listing on Barbados stock market. Thousands have applied for immigration amnesty in Antigua. And lack of water in Puerto Rico town sparks federal lawsuit. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, June 2nd. We start a report today in Cuba. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer reports that the U.S. Transportation Department has lifted flight restrictions that were established during the Trump administration. The restrictions had prevented U.S. airline flights and charter flights from going to Cuban cities other than Havana. Secretary of State Anthony Belkin sent a letter to the Transportation Department on Wednesday asking it to revoke the restrictions and the agency followed through on Wednesday. Belkin said opening up flights to to Cuba was in support of the Cuban people and in the foreign policy interests of the United States. He said that once the Transportation Department followed through on his request, scheduled and chartered air services between the United States and Cuban airports may resume effective immediately. The Biden administration announced last month that it would expand flights to Cuba, take steps to loosen restrictions on U.S. travelers to the island, and lift restrictions on money that immigrants can Consent to people on the island. The administration said it would also move to reinstate the Cuban Family Reunification Parole Program, which has a backlog of more than 20,000 applications, and increase counselor services and visa processing. Jamaica Information Service reports that beginning June 5th, 10,000 Jamaicans will be recruited to work on cruise ships overseas. Jamaica's Minister of Tourism, Edmund Bartlett, speaking to reporters following a function at the Montego Bay Convention Center on May 27th, said the massive recruitment drive comes at a time when the cruise sector and tourism, by extension, are showing signs of growth and is a telling indicator that Jamaican workers are viewed positively on the global stage. This is a very big deal and a sign that cruise ships is back, he said. The minister pointed out that recruiting will be handled by the operators of the cruise lines and Jamaicans only need to have a clean police record and a clean bill of health. Barbados Today reports that the Caribbean Development Bank Micro, Small and Medium Size Enterprise Unit has joined forces with the Barbados Small Business Association, the Barbados Stock Exchange and the Ministry of Energy, Small Business and Entrepreneurship to support one of the most ambitious projects the unit has had to date. The project in a nutshell aims to select small businesses through an intensive incubator program that eventually delivers small enterprises that are investment ready and can be listed on the Barbados Stock Exchange. Conceptualized by Dr. Lynette Holder, Chief Executive Officer of the Barbados Small Business Association, and Marlon Yardy, the CEO of Barbados's Stock Exchange, the two experienced executives assessed that such an undertaking would not only strengthen the Barbados Stock Exchange sector by extending avenues for financing, but it would also increase the Barbados Stock Exchange listing and produce more options 
assistance for investors. To assist in rolling out the project, the Barbados Stock Exchange and Barbados Small Business Association elicited the partnership of the Ministry of Energy, Small Business and Entrepreneurship as an experience executing entity. Dr. Hola described the Caribbean Development Bank's support of the project and substantial funding of $350,000, which it put at the disposal of the project managers for the 30-month program as extremely critical. The Barbados Small Business Association had remarked how the initiative comes at a time when access to capital continues to be a significant deterrent to small-medium enterprise growth, but ironically also when the financial system in Barbados is highly liquid. The Barbados Stock Exchange Innovation and Growth Market will help to address the issue of expanding access to capital beyond traditional debt financing to modernizing the market through the introduction of equity financing, she stated. Jamaica Information Service reports that the Tourism Product Development Company and Recycling Partners of Jamaica are being commended for their Tourism Sector Recycling Partnership Initiative, geared towards reducing plastic pollution in resort areas. Jamaica's Executive Director of the National Solid Waste Management Authority, Audley Gordon, described the initiative as excellent. Under the Tourism Sector Recycling Partnership Initiative, the Recycling Partners of Jamaica supplies recycling cages to the participating establishments to store plastic containers, while the Tourism Product Development Company provides them with collection point receptacles. Since the pilot, which took place in October 2021, several businesses have come on board to include 12 partners in Ocho Rios, 14 in Montego Bay, and one in Kingston, with other partnerships being negotiated. It is estimated that 40 million bottles will be collected per annum under the initiative. Antigua Observer reports that Antigua and Barbuda minister responsible for immigration reported to cabinet that more than 4,000 applications for amnesty have been received by Antigua and Barbuda's immigration department. The program expires June 30, 2022. The applications are divided into two batches. One batch goes towards those who have spent seven or more years in Antigua and Barbuda and therefore qualify for citizenship. The other batch comprises of those who have spent four or more years in the country and therefore qualify for residency. The cabinet determined that it will set a new policy regarding those who are eligible for citizenship. According to the report, there will be no lawful need for any prospective citizen to apply for a work permit during the wait for the conferring of citizenship. And finally, News Advocate reports that Puerto Rico's water and sewer company was hit by a federal lawsuit on Thursday, demanding that it provide services to thousands of residents who lack potable water on a daily basis. The class action lawsuit was filed by Carmen Maldonado, mayor of the northern town of Morovis. 
She has requested that the judge issue an injunction to force Puerto Rico's aqueducts and sewer authority to provide immediate service to residents in need. The lawsuit represents nearly 1,600 residents that seek $1,000 for every day spent without water as compensation, alleging that the lack of water has caused more than $55 billion in damages. Maldonado said daily interruptions in water service have long been a problem that grew worse after the Hurricane Maria hit in September 2017. The lawsuit states that Every day on average, at least three wards within the municipality have no water service. It also noted that the town has spent more than $1 million in hiring and deploying water trucks since January 2017. Do you have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email us at events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, June 2nd. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.